0: Greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, we are doing a very special spoiler talk review for DuckTales Season 3, Episode 12, dubbed Let's Get Dangerous. Joined here with me, as always, is my awesome sidekick who always keeps the morale high via satellite radio. It's my good friend, Marcello, a.k.a. Mark. How you doing out there, Mark? I am pumped and possibly
1: spawning different spin-offs in my head that Disney probably won't ever do cuz I have uh, I just want them all. I want all the spin-offs everyone keeps cooking up in their heads because of this show. It's not fair.
0: We want that Disney afternoon shared I almost said cinematic, but it's a television. No, we, we can
1: do settlement. We can do cinematic. Screw it. Let's just do it. Let's do this. We want that universe Damn it! Look out, Marvel, we're coming for you.
0: Anywho, folks, that's right, we're gonna be talking about this 45 minute long episode starring not only Scrooge McDuck, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, but also Darkwing Duck, Launchpad Gosling, and a certain Taurus character, along with other classic villains who are indeed classics but make a stellar modern return. Anywho, folks, before we begin, May I remind you that if you enjoy reviews just like this, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel and check out some of our other reviews that we have done. Mark and I, we've done practically all the DuckTale episodes, but we also checked out some other things too. So be sure to check out my channel for other shows like Carmen Sandiego, Kipo and the Age of the Wonderbeasts, BNA, and a few other things too. Anywho, without further ado, let's get right into this episode. Now, what was this episode all about? Well, Scrooge and the Nephews head to St. Bernard to check in on Doctor the Taurus Bulba's ramrod, a device that can create anything into reality. Meanwhile, Dewey and Launchpad are reunited with Drake, the Darkwing duck. Hero of St. Cunard, who is struggling with his career. However, when he catches Gosling, a little girl, trying to sneak into Bulba's laboratory, he learns that the ramrod might actually be the key to finding Gosling's missing grandfather. And so when they confront Bulba, it is revealed that he sent away Gosling's grandfather because he just didn't quite see the vision that Bulba had for this ramrod device. And so action ensues as Darkwing Duck attempts to take down this villain, whereas other classic Darkwing Duck TV villains have come into the real world to help destroy anyone who stands in Bulba's way. And that is generally the synopsis of this episode. I probably ran amok with that, but whatever, you get my drift. Anywho, Mark, what did you think about this 45-minute-long episode? What were some of your takeaways? Some things that didn't work for you? I mean, this technically two-episode-long special was chock-full of goodies. Maybe a little too much to count. What say you, Mark?
1: Oh, God. Too much to count is right. I mean, you've mentioned all these obscure characters no one's ever heard of. a Bulba something or other. Goslin, Launchpad, Darkwing Duck, Liquidator... Uh, Quacker Jack, I've never heard of these people. Who is out there on the streets? Who is really keeping the citizens of St. Gnard safe? Bonkers, B, Bobcat. And that's all I care about. No, I'm kidding. But like, I'm bearing the lead here on a lot of things, not really covering the main topic, but it was so cool to have a Disney afternoon cameo that wasn't spoiled through, like, a, or at least as far as I could tell, a Comic Con release or anything, or at least if there was, I didn't hear anything about it, which would be weird for me. And uh, I don't know. It's just, I'm so happy, Matt. I got bonkers in on this too. Like, floodgates open, pal. But, pulling myself back together again this episode was a lot of fun it was great seeing a lot of the villain the original villains that was uh, what they used to call themselves it was like the furious five minus one because like uh, mega duck wasn't there like that was i think the joke they made sometimes it was either in that or in the comics but um no a lot of fun Um, i like that they were i know a lot of people had originally kind of thought that well because this version of Darkwing duck is his own thing maybe there will be copycat versions or imitators of the original villains But no, they actually come from that dimension. They were a lot of fun. They terrorized the city. I actually, I know you and I had talked about this earlier off-camera, Matt, but Goslin's motivation in this episode to me was really kind of heartbreaking. And actually, really, it's the emotional core of the episode for sure, but I don't know. It got me a little... But she's just trying to, you know, weigh the pros and cons of getting her grandfather back and everything. It just it was a very emotional moment for me.
0: Yeah, no, that was like one of the coolest surprises that I got from this episode. I didn't expect it to go that deep for us. And I know we're jumping ahead a little bit here. Obviously, there's a spoiler talk review. So we are talking about the very end of this special that the whole time. Gosling is trying to find her grandfather, who she believes was thrown into another dimension, originally thought to be killed, but then as we discover about this ramrod, the more times you use it, the more unstable their reality could become to the point of collapse. And so, at the very tail end of that warning, she could continue looking for her grandfather, but at the same time... If it stays longer any further, or if it's used again, everything will be gone and destroyed. And so she had to choose what was the right thing to do at that moment. And so she sacrificed her search for her grandfather through that method right off the bat. And that was really a heavy choice there. I'm glad they explored that. Now, one quick criticism I will have for that Ramrod reality thing is I was kind of expecting... Since they said that reality was going to, like, implode on itself, I was half expecting a little bit of that Spider-Verse effect to happen, where parts of their world started to kind of, like, distort or collapse on itself or something like that. So I kind of wish we had, like, a little bit more hint of what that inevitability could have been if the entire reality were to collapsed. But I still think the whole situation worked pretty damn well, in my opinion.
1: Absolutely. But, uh, Matt, I guess, you know, out of, since you are the Darkwing Duck aficionado, out of, you know the main villains we've had brought back i know you're a a negadug fan but like who uh who are you kind of most excited to see out of uh, some of our returning characters here
0: well for one thing since we were just talking about her Goslin was definitely one that i was really looking forward to seeing how they would handle her so in the past i was used to Goslin, played by christine Cavanaugh, who was very much into the whole idea of going on adventure and like helping out drake mallard in that original series Uh, pretty much a kid a kid who put themselves in great risk all the time and dangers and all that. But in this version, she's more focused, more grounded, I would say. Her voice did sound a little bit older than I expected, but that's whatever. I still like how they depicted this character in this. She still had that urge of adventure and kicking bad guys butts, but she had proper motivations for it. So yeah, no, that, that was a great surprise return for me. As far as the other villains go, I'm always happy to see those classic guys come back. I mean, we got Megavolt and Liquidator returning and correct me if I'm wrong here, but along with Quackerjack, we had the original voice actors back for them, Keith Ferguson and Michael Bell. Yes, I believe so. So it was really cool to see them. You told me unfortunately the passing of tino and Sana, i believe it was who played the plant guy i actually don't remember what he was called tragically
1: enough 2017 the year the reboot started so very sweet, very bitter and unfortunate timing
0: yeah it really was and i don't think because i'm looking at the credits now and i do not think the plant guy god billing here no i
1: Best of my remembrance, I don't think he even had much of any grunting noises really even.
0: so, Because the first surprise I had when the TV villains returned is that, because I remember after the special, I went through the Darkwing Duck omnibus comic that I had, and I just started to look at some of the designs and all that, and Like it's really cool to see how similar they are to the... TV incarnations in this show, except the plant guy, which again, I apologize if I forgot his name. But in the comic, he looks like half man, half plant or duck, whatever. It just looked like a dude. But in this, he kind of reminded me of an ent, or as how you described before we started recording, a swamp thing vibe. Like he was just some monster in the vague shape of a duck. And so I thought that was really interesting. But because of the passing of Tino, I'm wondering if that's why they didn't want to give him. A voice role this time and just go with him in spirit you know what i'm saying
1: i think so and I, in in many ways that was i think fairly tasteful is as odd as the design was i, I the redesign also helps i think because if he was his old design i feel like we'd probably be wondering why he didn't say anything you know so i guess that it, it helps it, um, it's certainly a very respectful thing to do and uh as much as i because uh, you were actually mentioning that it's very funny because you we were actually mentioning how he had a very uh dom de quality to his voice uh, tino anyway earlier we were mentioning that so i'm not really sure who you would get re- get to replace tino because we don't even have dom de and it's it's a, it's a very distinct voice and accent he had. Inflection in particular, I would say. So who you could have gotten, I'm not sure, but I I was happy with it. I thought it was a tasteful tribute and it would have been weird to not have him there at all. So I thought it was nice.
0: But moving on to other points and stop me if you agree or disagree here, Mark. But one of the things that I've been really enjoying about this incarnation of Darkwing Duck, Drake Mallard, is I remember... As a kid, I loved the show so much, but I will admit as much as like how the star version of Darkwing Duck in this universe, the original guy, he was always kind of egotistical. He wanted to put himself on a pedestal so everyone could worship him as a hero. He is very egocentric, full of himself. Whereas in this version of Drake Mallard, while he does like the idea of kind of being a hero to everybody, he has slightly different reasons for it. Which have been explored in previous showings of him in the series so far. I like the fact that Goslin had such issue with him initially when they were trying to find the bad guys so that she can get to the ramrod, whereas she thought Drake was just being a coward or he didn't want to help her as much as she requested. But after talking to her with like I believe it was Launchpad, that not quite behind the scenes, but when she wasn't really paying attention, Drake. Has been trying to find ways to find her grandfather the most efficient way and try to make a plan so that he could succeed at doing that. It really showed a fatherly figure and a more humanized angle of Drake Mallard that I really, really appreciate that this show has put out there.
1: No, absolutely. I guess speaking of the more egotistical side of it, uh, were you disappointed that Negaduck himself didn't make a return in this episode, Matt?
0: I was a little surprised, but at the same time, I wasn't, mainly because we got to explore. Taurus Bulba, who, and again, I don't know the original inspiration for this character or not, but I loved how much he really gave me that King Pym vibe from the Spider-Man comics and like how big and tough he was, but how approachable he is. I mean, I, I like that where he seemed to have good motivation for what he wanted to do initially, but just like how deranged and gung-ho he is about trying to fix reality by like tearing down the current one and how much of a mad scientist and leader he was trying to be. I liked this incarnation, to be honest with you. I really thought it was, it was fun, it was tense, he had scary moments. And kind of jumping back to the action, if we talked about it at all so far, I really liked how much the action scenes really reminded me of the Batman animated series where, no pun intended, there were no punches pulled. We actually got to see contact and action and some pretty good moments for the villains and Darkwing Duck fighting each other, I would say.
1: Oh, absolutely. It definitely gave me a bit of the Batman animated series vibe, which is fitting because that was really something the original sh- Darkwing show kind of was, a, for lack of a better term, a, a spoof of in many ways. I mean, it even, everything from alternate realities to you know the evil doppelganger character, you name it. And um, no, it was actually just, you know, if you're going to do it, you know, have the violence, have the fun. And you know, it, this episode delivered it in spades, uh, another solid episode. And I, I just love it. I, I, feel there's so much to say that i feel like i can't say anything because it was just there really there wasn't even any negatives really i thought the a and b plots everything everything worked out fine it was just fun and i really don't think that was just because of nostalgia goggles i think this was just an episode that it it was a two it's one episode but it has two production codes so for all intents and purposes this could have easily been split up into two episodes as opposed to one 45 minute hour long if you count commercial special and i kind of wish almost they would do more like that or at least just not be afraid to do two-parters with some of these stories because i think this shows how well the writing can be when it has the time and wiggle room to breathe a little
0: bit you touched on it mark the fact that the a and the b plot works so well together that they actually kind of tie in and overlap with each other i like the fact that we explored more of bradford buzzard one of the chairmen of scrooge's company and we kind of got a bit of real foul overlapping with Taurus Boba's plan, even though they technically weren't of the same plan. And I like that slow reveal that we initially had with the nephews. I think specifically Huey and Louie had, where they were kind of learning bits and bits about Buzzard. Well, it was more towards the audience that we learn why Foul is plotting against Scrooge. And it all comes down to the fact that they don't like the chaos that Scrooge has been bringing upon them and so they, they want to have some form of order, and so are doing it in the shadows. So I kind of like that we got that slow reveal a little bit. My only criticism of the episode, which technically has nothing to do with the Darkwing Duck stuff, is yes, the nephews learned that Bradford Buzzard is with foul. but I kind of wish at the very end Scrooge did not see that Bradford Buzzard was with foul when Black Heron came in to extract him from the situation. But... We'll see where that goes from there, because I don't know if that applies to the other chairman that Scrooge knows. I'm assuming there will be some interrogation in that regard. But overall, I like the fact that they're show two villainous entities that technically don't have anything to do with each other, or at least they're not trying to drive each other in the end. But I like that we have more continuation of the main plot of DuckTales in terms of Fowl and what they represent. All in all, Mark, I'm sure there are a lot more Easter eggs in here and references to things. That we probably didn't have time to talk about. I mean, I, for myself, I don't know if you remember this dialogue exchange when Launchpad and Darkwing Duck were fighting the villains at the Ramrod. But I believe Darkwing Duck said, man, this situation is a lot like episode three. And the other one, I think Launchpad, or maybe vice versa, says, we could really use that thing from episode 22 right about now. And I was partially thinking to myself, "Well, I have the first season, I wonder if they actually were referencing those episodes to a T. That would be
1: hilarious.
0: Right? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was just like a passing idea to show their nerddom. I don't know. We've said this before in past reviews. We'll say it again. Clearly, the showrunners love the source material and want to capture that spirit, but still translate it to the modern audiences to bring on new fans. I, I definitely think they have that sense there.
1: Oh, absolutely. There's never any question in my mind. And this is just another episode that, you know, literally the framework of it is built on their passion of these other stories that have come before theirs. So no doubts here.
0: I will conclude with this. While I've been hearing murmurs that pretty much Disney has no interest in creating spinoff shows of Darkwing Duck and maybe other things from this universe. I'm only speculating here, but the new CEO of Disney recently came out with an article a while ago saying that Disney's focus right now will be on their streaming service, aka Disney+. Plus. That's going to be their new priority in terms of creating content. And so, and again, speculation, I'm hoping they're going to move DuckTales to Disney Plus so more people can see it with people cutting their cable and stuff. And if they want to create more content and you're focusing on streaming services, why not green light a limited series of Darkwing Duck or some other things? Start a shared universe, but you can do it nice and slow, like see what the reception is. And if people are talking about it, keep investing in those ideas. And eventually we'll have ourselves a big Disney afternoon universe. I would love that. But again, that's just speculation. I think it would do him some good, but obviously I'm not a businessman. I'm sure there are a million factors of why that's probably a bad idea in their eyes. Who knows?
1: One can only dream, Matt. One can really only dream. And I hope so much that we get it. Wise up. Also put episodes on Disney Plus like a day after they end or the what day after they air. I'm
0: t- Just make it. Do it. Do it now. You heard Mark. Put them up there. Damn it. Anywho, folks, you heard us gushing our nerdiness for Darkwing Duck and our enjoyment of this 45 minute long episode. But now we want to hear from you guys. Let us know in the comment section below. What did you think of this episode of DuckTales Season 3, Episode 12? Let's get dangerous. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join the conversation. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop. And if you want to support me directly, consider going to my Patreon. Support me there. Or do a one-time donation at Streamlabs. Labs. Links are in the description below. This is Matt Seller. And this is Mark. Thanking you all for tuning in.